wanted to choose today because today's Freedom Sunday, and I think that's really important for us all to reflect on the idea of freedom in our own lives and freedom from human trafficking as well. So I got to study abroad in Costa Rica for three months, um, not this past fall because I was here with you all, but the fall before that. Um, and I got to work with an organization um, called Face of Justice Ministries that does somewhat of what um, the Pink Door Ministries is doing, which we are, which we were giving the offering to. Um, and they work to meet people on the streets where they're at in prayer and in love. And basically what they do is they, um, what we would do is we would get in a van and we go out at night and we would bring coffee and cookies to people on the streets. And that was really impactful to me. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But today we read three different passages. We read um, the two blind men receiving sight by Jesus. We read about Jesus at the temple, and we read about Jesus cursing the fig tree. And I think that as we've been talking through the entire book of Matthew, um, we've been talking a lot about how God is a father. And specifically, I think that God is a father who is merciful, who is just, and who is faithful um, from these specific passages. And so, and then I also want to talk about how we experience bondage, both external bondage and both internal bondage, and how does that play out in each of the passages we read. So first we read through, um, well Debbie read us, uh, two, the two blind men received sight. And so how that was, was that um, they were sitting by the roadside and they called out to Jesus and they said, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. And people were shouting and shouting and they cried out and they cried out and they said, Lord, um, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus says to them, he says, what do you want me to do for you? And they say, we want sight. And um, the word that stood out to me in that was mercy. And I think that as we look into that, um, we can see that Jesus was a father to them in bringing them mercy. He both physically healed them from their external bondage, and he also internally gave them freedom from the spiritual blindness that they were um, experiencing as well. So the next story is Jesus at the temple, which I thought that what stood out in this is that Jesus is just, and I think um, Jesus as a father is a just one. And so Jesus comes into the temple, and he overturns the tables and the money changers, and he says that, um, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you're making it a den of robbers. And there's people who are um, wanting to be healed there as well. He says to them, well, they ask if they hear what the children are saying. And he says, um, from the lips of children and infants, you, Lord, have called forth your praise, which he's quoting Jeremiah in that. And I see in this story, the hope of like a childlike faith, but also that Jesus came in and was just in um, overturning the tables and relieving the external bondage that um, was present in the temple as well. So I think in that, Jesus brought both healing from both spiritual blindness again, but then also this external bondage that was there. Then in the fig tree, um, the word that stood out is 
faith to me. And specifically when he says, if you believe, you'll receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Which shows throughout the whole book of Matthew, um, Jesus has been presenting this new way of viewing God as someone who is faithful and who, um, as a father, provides for us what we need. And so in that, in prayer, um, Jesus is saying that if you ask for it in prayer, then he will um, meet us where we're at in that. So I think through all these passages, God, um, Jesus is revealing to us that God is a father who brings each of these three things. So while I was in Costa Rica, I got to um, get to know a lot of people who were on the streets and get to talk with them about their lives. And a lot of what they had talked about was that they felt like they were stuck in the bondage of the sex slavery and like human trafficking because they felt like two things. Externally, that that was one of the only ways that they could make money in order to survive. And I feel like I, what Matt was saying about if you choose to leave that lifestyle, there is a lot of aloneness and there's a lot of not knowing what you're going to do next. Um, and then there's also this sense, which I feel like we all experience, of not feeling like we're worth like enough to pursue something else, of a, like a greater calling. Um, and I met, so when I was there, I got to go to a brothel um, at the end of our night, we would go to a bunch of people on the streets, and um, then we would stop at this brothel, and I met this woman named Yoleni, who was carrying her second child, and it was hard to see her in this situation, but she explained to me that she felt like there was no other options for her in that. So I think as I talk about Costa Rica is really far off, I think there's things here in our community and in this and then, like, our own lives that we are living in bondage with, both externally and internally. So I think some external bondage that I feel like we face is, like, things like poverty or disabilities or outside factors that we can't necessarily um, control easily. And those things are very real. In each of these stories, um, Jesus shows an example where he breaks those external bondage factors and brings freedom in that. And so I think in each of these, Jesus brought freedom to um, specifically the people at the two blind men and specifically the people at the temple in different ways. Then there's a lot of internal bondage that I feel like we struggle with as well. And I think specifically, as I was reflecting on this, a lot of internal bondage that I've experienced and I know is present is a lot of shame. And I think it's a lot of thinking that grace isn't for us. Um, a lot of the people that I've met with, people in my community here, and even in myself, I think I get caught up thinking that grace isn't for me. Um, it might be for other people, but not necessarily for me. So I was thinking more about, like, what is shame? How do we like cope with that? So I think a lot of the times it's like doing something we know is wrong or something we feel is wrong. We have then shame for it. And it could be embarrassment or 
sexual immorality or different things that we are struggling with, but I think it comes down to just our feeling like Jesus hasn't met us in our sin. Um, and we know like that Jesus has like died on the cross and has freed us, but how often do we look inside ourselves and actually notice Jesus breaking the bondage of, like, of our own shame and our own sin? And I, as I reflect on each of these stories, I resonated most with um, the blind men who are crying out to Jesus. I experienced a lot this past um, year, a lot of shame in my own life towards various things. And I was thinking about how the blind men like were crying out, and it says they were shouting out to Jesus and asking, have mercy on us, have mercy on us. And in my experience, I spend a lot of time praying out to God and asking for that too. And I believed that God would do it because he says he will, but it wasn't like a quick, like, I prayed and then I felt freedom for my shame. And in this situation, Jesus quickly heals them, but they also have this time where they're yearning for it and they're longing for it and they're crying out for it. And to imagine that you have wanted to experience God for so long to heal your sight, and then the incarnational God is actually present there like with you. And what I am encouraged by is that it says that Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. I think that's very powerful, especially in this culture. And I feel like in my own life, I don't allow Jesus to touch the deep parts in me that I need him to come and heal. So what I ask is, how can Jesus bring us freedom like in these specific things? Because we know that Jesus brings us freedom in a lot of big ways, but how can we ask Jesus to come into our lives, both in the external factors that we struggle with and both the internal factors that we struggle with and free us from him? And I think in each of these stories, Jesus frees by bringing mercy and bringing justice and being faithful. Um, and as we ask Jesus into our mess and in the things that we're going through, uh, he will meet us in that. Um, and yeah, so I guess, I know this is kind of short, but I um, want to ask you guys to specifically spend time in this next song thinking about those things in your life that you feel are keeping you in bondage or things that you are hurting from or struggling with and ask God and pray for that and ask God to show you like what are the root of those things like what is the root of where I'm having shame what is it coming from and how does Jesus bring you specifically freedom in that and how can he help us be a community that also affirms each other that grace is for us and that grace isn't just for me but it's for each of us and to support each other in that um, I think it's important both individually in community and with God to do all of those things and so I ask you guys to reflect on that and to really be honest with yourself and be honest with God as well so thank you <laughs>